Hello, and uh, welcome to the Twin Sons podcast. It's our second episode here, uh, and uh, a lot's been going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it's a beautiful day, I'm sure, on Kashyyyk right now. We got the Wookiees listening in, you know. Shout yeah, yeah you already know. Um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, we got uh, a really cool podcast today. Obviously, uh, we got our co-host... As we did in our prior episodes, Mr. Shane Nozumi Kletchy in the house. What's up? What's up? Uh, What's in up? the galaxy, in the ship, in the freighter. Um, so in the in the cockpit, in the in the <laughs> running out of uh, in in the cargo hold, in the <laughs> the escape pod. No. <laughs> um, so uh, what we really want to talk about today. And and we had normally been doing this off. on Tuesdays. Is uh, the next episode of The Mandalorian? But it came out yesterday, so we're talking about it today. And hopefully, from now on, every Saturday we will be talking about this. Hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, and this time we have face cams to go with it, so you can be all personal with us. You know what I'm saying? Um, make it personal, you know what I'm saying? Make it all personal, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, that's for the next segment. Hold that, on, that we're not there the yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, I, I'd like, I, I kind of want to go chronologically, as we did before, uh, kind of just talking about, uh, you know, going from the beginning to the end and then kind of adding little tidbits in there. So, uh, I mean, we, we can kind of just start from the beginning with, uh, you know, them still flying in uh space you know they obviously just got off of the uh the hoth wannabe planet with uh you know no, alien no, versus no, predator not that, not that oh actually wait, is that the episode we're on that was no that was the previous episode is what i was saying oh okay yeah yeah so they just got off of that with uh you know alien versus predator spider things um and they're still flying through the air and you know they're just vibing you know good old mando and uh the child, as Disney likes to call it. Um, it was, you know, there isn't really too much crazy about that scene that was really interesting, other than the fact that, uh, you know, Baby Yoda, you know, kind of like electrocuted himself. But, you know. <laughs> oh, so, wait, so we are on the current episode. Yeah, I was, the, yeah, I was confused. Yeah. Because they, they didn't just come from that Hoth planet. They came from the other planet, the Mon Calamari planet. Yeah, oh, shit, they did. I just realized that. Yes, they did. That was <laughs> I, was, both, I was like, yeah. wait. I'm literally, you're, you're going to see it. Like, I was, like, sitting here thinking. Like, I was so lost, and I was like. Yeah, no, it's because, like, I forgot that. So, that episode, I did uh, Solo. Uh, yeah. Call Me Han. And, uh, uh-huh. and I totally forgot that you weren't here, and so I was like. Yeah, oh, that shit. threw me off, because I was starting to think, like. Did, we didn't do that one, did we? Yeah. yeah okay. I'm on, I'm on track now. But yeah. 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 yeah so maybe like, electrocuted okay. himself. Um. It was so funny though. Like, he was like, "It's the blue wire. Don't connect them." He was like, eh! and then he connects them together. <laughs> he said, "Don't connect them. Just plug the the blue. Put the red wire where the blue wire goes." And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> immediately puts them together. Does the complete opposite of of uh, what he tells them to do. Um. But. Uh, other than that, nothing crazy happened, but uh, it kind of sets the plot up for what the rest of the episode is because, you know, obviously before that... Uh, oh, by the way, spoilers. If you haven't seen the episode, don't watch this. Uh, um, 
But, uh, you know, they were going to make the jump to the planet. Uh, I can't remember what it is. I have it written down somewhere. Um, I think... Cor... 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 Something. Corvus? 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 No, it wasn't Corvus. It was something like that. Yeah. Um, but... Whatever it is. So he was going to try and make the jump there, uh, but, you know, obviously his, his ship is, um... Little, no, no bueno. little, not, yeah, no bueno. No bueno. So, uh, you know, he decides to take a pit stop so he can kind of repair and do other things because he gave that guy, you know, a thousand credits and he basically did a hack job, you know, on, on the radio. <laughs> he just attached random wires Strings. <laughs> and put fishnets everywhere. It was, he was like, I make it look pretty. And that's it. Um, but... So they stop on, I'm trying to find the name of the planet. It was Navarro. That's what it is. So they stopped on Navarro, which was uh, like a, a main planet from the first season, which is where we met um, like Cara Dune. Uh, it's where we met uh, Grief. Uh, what's Carga. Carga. Grief Carga. Uh, and they actually show back up in this episode. They're a part of the uh, protagonist for it. He had a little bit of the, the beard going on, you know. A little bit he, of swagger, too, you know. He, 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 <laughs> he had the drip. He had the drip. Um, and so, you know, he lands, and the 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 hangar door doesn't even go all the way down. It kind of just, like, stops, and he just, like, walks up, like, all just, like, I'm, he's, like, he's so done. He's, like, I'm just over this shit. I was just waiting point. for him to, like, jump to try to make it, like, go down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh. so he, you know, obviously gets off, and he's, like, Ayo, can you fix this up? And he's, like... I got you, Chief, and, you know... He, like, dapped him up a little did. bit when he got there. He actually did. I was like, ooh. Um, but they actually look... So, like, kind of just going from there, and we'll, we'll kind of continue on. From first... Like, the first thing I thought was, one, the girl that plays uh, Cara Dune, she looks bigger. Like, not, like, heavier, but, like, she looks more muscular to me now for some reason. Oh, wait. That scene... We didn't even talk about that little scene that it showed where she was beating the crap out of the little... the. The uh the spider things that were they look like spiders and they were like in the, oh. where the armory was yeah that little tiny scene with that little thing they were trying to eat I was I was sitting there watching it and uh, my girlfriend's like watching this and she's like shaking her head and I'm like what because you know this was like she she beats them up and she kills them essentially um and she goes she had a blaster that whole time why didn't she just shoot them and <laughs> I, I was I like I said the same like, thing that's just how it is you know like badasses gotta be badasses so. Um, but yeah, it was a cool little scene. We get to see the armory again, but it, it totally, that whole area looks completely abandoned. Um, so you can even see like the symbol with the Mandalorian symbol, like it was, was taken off mm -hmm. um, so you could see where it was. So going forward from there, she looks a little bit beefier, which isn't a bad thing, obviously. Uh, she was a shock trooper. So, you know, is what it is. Uh, and grief, like you can see in his character, that he looks more like professional. Like he looks more poised. He looks not that he looks richer per se, but like his outfit shows class rather than someone who is because, giving contracts out to. Uh, because audiences. he's what was he now? They what did he say he was? He's a uh, he's like an actual government. Like he's like figure. a mayor or something. He's basically like yeah. he basically runs the town. Yeah. Um, and uh, she is now the marshal, which is really cool. Uh, maybe she has Mandalorian armor somewhere, you know? Maybe it's a martial thing. Maybe they all just have Mandalorian armor. Maybe. Um, maybe. It's a good maybe. plot. It's a good plot. So, you know, you know, if it happens, then obviously I'm right. And uh, Disney should hire me to basically write their storylines. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, you feel me? On a real, though, they probably should. Uh, <laughs> kind of going forward from there, 
uh, nothing crazy happens. Uh, they show the bar where they had the big shootout at the end of season one is now turned into a school, which they're basically, the whole episode of the first part of it is really emphasizing on the fact that they're really trying to change uh, the planet Navara to be like a center of knowledge and wealth rather than, you know, a place of like uh, outlaws and like lawless people. Uh, so it's adding structure to the actual planet. <laughs> Same thing. I know, Outlaws I and lawless people. <laughs> I was, I'm just, I'm trying to like, da- you know, I'm trying to like make it look sound and sound really good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's like, so people, some, some guy was definitely sitting there and watching this and going, wow, that makes sense. <laughs> you know? Wow. <laughs> um, but uh, then they ask uh, Din to come with them to talk about some stuff. And uh, they leave Baby Yoda in this classroom where he proceeds to then eat these, like, blue little cream pies. Macaroon, they look like yeah. macaroons to me. Yeah. He just, he's just hungry, dude. Homeboy is just He finessed everything. that kid, too. He was like, he was like, yo, let me get some of those. And he, he was, was like, like nope. he was like, hey. Mm-mm. <laughs> 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 On a oh, real, though, that man. song, every time I hear it, I do that. I just, I love it. Um, you know, I don't even know that song. I just like... I don't know it. I just know that one part. Yep. Um, but it's a great song. Uh, maybe that'll be our intro for the podcast for now on. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and so, essentially, they, they take him and they talk about uh, this Imperial base that is uh, still on the planet. So, they kind of show, like, the safe area of the planet and then this one little section, which is where uh, this, like, base is... And so the plot basically from there on forward is uh, like we need to destroy this. It's the last thing that we need to do before the planet is totally free, which will then encourage trade. It'll encourage, you know, a bunch of other stuff uh, so the planet can then start flourishing. And so he's like, shit, all right, bit. And so he like, they, you know, they, tro- they stroll off. Um, it never takes much convincing, it seems like. Like, mm-mm. he'll say no one time, and then they say, come on, bro, just do it. And he's like, say less. <laughs> like, he, just, he just goes for it. He's got peer pressure. Peer pressure. Um, so susceptible to peer pressure. Uh, but, and so that's essentially it from there. Um, and then we move on to the base, which is where things really start to get interesting uh, and where we really need to start having the conversation here of, of, of important stuff. Um, so... They travel to the base, right? And it's abandoned according to uh, um, grief. According to grief, See, they said it was abandoned, abandoned, but it only had like a. He said it was a skeleton crew, so like enough to keep the base functional, but not enough to actually do anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's what he said. Totally not the case. There was at least nope. a garrison or something there. Yeah, they were going crazy. <laughs> they, so, were. they tried. They tried to get in. Oh, and I uh, forgot to mention. So the character I didn't care to find his name. I really wasn't that pressed on it. Uh, who in the first episode Din tracks down and freezes in carbonite. He works for grief. Uh, he's paying off like his. 300 year life sentence uh in work so he's with them uh and he's cool he's all chill uh but he's a little bit of a wimp so it's all good um and maybe i should uh keep the speeder running you know he's like um i'm gonna like go and you guys can tell me where to rendezvous would you and he's like yeah, just ah, just no. let me know he's like hey so, <laughs> <laughs> um so uh no. from there uh, they, they try to get in, and they can't. They're having a hard time. 
Din's like, A.O. Peace. He flies upwards, and then you see a stormtrooper just fall to the ground. As soon amazing. as he flew up, I knew that was going to happen. I was like, stormtrooper's going to fall mm -hmm. off the platform. It's got to. He has to. Um, so they get into the base, and the plan is to blow it up. So the, the, the whole planet is like a wannabe Mustafar. You know what I'm saying? Um... So it's volcanic and stuff, but it's just like certain parts of it aren't active, like the town isn't active. Um, but the base has like a lava, um, like, I don't know. Well, like, like a well. lava well. Yeah, and so that's their plan is to disrupt that so that way it blows up the base. Because uh, it looked like, look like they used the power from the mm -hmm. that to so that geothermal. To make a long story short, they make it there, and then they, um, you know. They disrupt it, so it's going to blow up. They're leaving the base, and this is where things start to get interesting. Uh, so from there, they stumble across this room, which this was like the peak of the whole episode of why it was so important. Like prior to this, I feel like a lot of episodes, not that it wasn't like following like one consistent storyline, like an arc, you know, like an Umbara arc or something like that where it's a main Thing. Like, we're back on that arc as of right now, I think. Uh, you know, we had seen Moth Gideon in the prior episode when he was like, Hey, yo, long live the Empire, you know, and the other guy was like, Yes. And then he just, you know, tried to kamikaze, but then he was like, Hail Hydra, and like, electrocuted himself. Um... But it's kind of been, like, all over the place, you know? Um, but now we're back on that main storyline of Moth Gideon and why the child is so important. Like, Baby Yoda's been here for, like, comedic purposes for the past few episodes. But now, like, there's importance again to him. Uh, so they, they come into this room, and you see these, like, back-to-tank almost, like, things. And there's, like, these little creatures. Like, you can't really tell what it is. Um... But and I, I have I have my theory on what I think I it do is, too. and I think we have the same theory, like everyone else does, or at least hopes that that's the theory. Um, but to make a long story short, because I'll talk about it at the end, because that's when it gets important. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they see this and they're like, "Well, you know, like what's this all about?" And they're like, "This isn't a weapons depot. This is like a this is a testing lab, it's like a, a lab. lab." Yeah, and so they're like, "Okay, this is like." way more important than we were thinking it is. Um, and so I thought that they were going to try and then stop the place from blowing up, but that's not the case at all. They were like, hey, yo, see ya. Um, but then they see a message from uh, the guy who is like the lead scientist that, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and to their knowledge, or at least Din's knowledge, I know, but I don't think, I think Kara and and Grief know that he was still alive, but it Din didn't know he was still alive. He thought that uh, Moth Gideon was dead. But we all know he isn't dead, because at the end, you know, obviously he pulled out the Darksaber, and we were like, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, getting a little hot in here. Oh, say something sexy. Um, <laughs> um, no one's going to know what that is, and they're just going to be like, why is he being so weird? Um, yeah. it's a great. That was a great comedy. If you haven't seen it, you should go and look it up. Um, but, uh, you know, he's like, well, that's not the tr that's not the case because it was a message to Moth Gideon, and he was like, "No, this was three days ago." And so he's like, "Shit, like this is this is serious." So um, now they have to escape, right? Uh, so nothing crazy other than the fact that uh, you know they have like a shootout and everything. 
Uh, they, they then proceed to, like, another chase. So they get into, like, this, like, transporter that has this cool, like, AA gun on it. Uh, and these TIE fighters start chasing them, and obviously, you know, they're fighting and all. One thing I did want to mention is those TIE fighters and the fact that the wings collapse down is so cool. I mm-hmm. love that. It's, like, uh, you know... You didn't see it in the Force Awake. You didn't see it in the whole sequel trilogy, and then you see it in this movie, and you're like, "Where was it? Where, where was this my whole life?" But it's it's a cool. <laughs> makes concept. more sense. It Instead does, of it needing does a ladder to sense. get into it, <laughs> it makes so much sense. Um, and so uh, you know they chase, they shoot, um, and there's like four Tie Fighters, you know, that are chasing them in this like little transporter. Which actually, for a second, I was like, "Dude, that kind of looks like a First Order transport." from the force awakens but then i saw it was just like hovering on the ground and i was like oh never mind <laughs> it's not i thought it was gonna fly mm-hmm. um but uh then as all hope seems lost the razor crest shows up and absolutely tanks them like the Falcon as it's been, and it's fixed and everything oh it's, it looks it's... brand new it looks brand new yeah dude. I loved when, like, he was, he was, you know, having the dogfight, and he flies up in the air, and you can see, like, the uh, fins come out to, like, stop him, you know, and then turn around, and you're, and you're waiting for him to, like, start dropping, and I'm like, dude, he's going to punch it, and he does, he slams forward, and he just takes off, and then... I thought he was going to slam into the TIE Fighter, I mm-hmm. actually thought he was just going to collide kind of kamikaze, with it. and that was going to be the end of the series, yeah. Well, I thought he was exactly going to hit and just go through it, because I feel like a TIE Fighter's not really, like well built i feel like they're mm-hmm. just like aluminum like you just go straight through it yeah but um, i don't know i thought it was just gonna full send it <laughs> if, you go fa- if you go fast enough it won't destroy your ship he you know the tie fighter's shooting in him and he's shooting at the tie fighter it's this epic little thing and he starts turning and my first thought was oh i'll try spinning that's try a good spinning. trick that's a good trick <laughs> <laughs> i was oh, like oh my god <laughs> like everyone had to have thought that Oh my god. Um, obviously yeah. he destroys it and, and he takes off from there, he just doesn't come back and land. Um but you know, like the the Razor Crest looks perfect, like it's it's ooh. Uh it's you know <laughs> it's it's in good shape and everything. Um so that's good. Now the thing that I wanted to talk about, so we're kinda of talking about some of the things. Cause I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil the the end with Moth Gideon and that stuff, because I feel like that's a part of what our predictions can be. Um, so I want to touch on that in a second, but at the very end, we see Captain Tiva. I think that's what it is, right? That's, uh, Paul's character, Captain Tiva. Um, we see him there, and this is his third time now showing up in The Mandalorian, and second time in a matter of two episodes or three episodes. Uh, so there's something important about him, but, you know, I don't exactly know what, other than the fact that he's kind of like a want to be space cop um but you know he he kind of interviews grief because he's he's obviously looking for din for whatever reason um and uh you know then he kind of like talks to uh cara dune and he's like ayo you were a shock trooper you should like come to the new republic and you know spice it up with us and she's like Mm-mm. So. <laughs> I do. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <sighs> um, but you know, he pl- he puts down this like little badge of like the Republic symbol, and I was like, "Hey, yo, that's kind of shiny, boy. Like, that's kind of cool. I'm about that." Um, and then I saw you know, he her, does. Like, 
Yeah, go ahead. He does mention how it's how there's something bigger going on too. Even like even he mentions that there's something bigger going on with all the the bases, like all the I think he's talking about like uh all the Imperial activity. I think that's what he was talking about too at that same scene. He was saying like, Oh, there's something bigger going on and he said, Oh, these aren't isolated incidents. Like the I have a feeling this is like setting up the the prequel for the first order. Like, that's I what like I think because they because who somebody somebody said something about the new order. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, that's at the that's at the Moff Gideon scene at the very very mm-hmm. end that we're about to talk about. Um, but you know she turned around and I actually thought for a second I was like, man, is she gonna go join the New Republic? And then she she kind of like just stands there and I'm like, nah, she isn't. Okay, cool. I was like, I like her as a marshal. You know, I don't necessarily want her to join the military. Like, she was just in like the the rebellion. You know, she's just trying to live life. You know, she's trying to live it. Um. Okay, so here is where we are now. So, like I said, we're at the end. Uh, we have the Moth Gideon scene, and then I want to talk about predictions. Okay. Now uh, we see Moth Gideon. And uh, I think there was more. No, there wasn't. I lied. There wasn't more of those tanks, but uh, of like the creature or whatever's in them. Um, but we do see these like, you know, people working on these things, and you can't really tell, like, unless you like like pause and like kind of like look at it really close. But it's these robots. And what a lot of people have speculated is they are dark troopers. Now, if you don't know what a dark trooper is, it's something from Legends. It isn't something from canon. Uh, I actually thought they were purge troopers for a minute. Like, it had the helmet shape of it, and I was like, oh, my God, dude, they're going to have purge troopers from, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. And I was like, oh, that's going to be so cool. Like, that'll be a great challenge for Din. I think that would be a cool challenge. But these robots are like elite of the elite they're kind of like shadow troopers but like better as robots and i think um, in canon uh they were clones like they were clone troopers that were later on as uh you know how clones age faster that they get really old they couldn't they lost their physical uh prowess i'll say like they they weren't as physically there so as they got older so what they did is there was like a dark trooper project to turn them into dark troopers which basically uh, changed them into like cybernetics like made them all cybernetic and all mm-hmm. that, but still kept that intelligence factor that the clones had in the mm-hmm. planning. Um, but like, I, I have a I have a picture of kind of explaining it. So the legends uh, explanation for this. So they were first used by the Empire in retaliation for the destruction of the first Death Star. Dark troopers were advanced battle droids uh, that featured heavy plating that resembled the armor of a stormtrooper. Powerful weapons and jump packs for increased flexibility and tactical advantage. Uh, so they're essentially purge troopers on crack, but robotic. So uh, that's what I'm understanding. And there was a ton of them in there. That might be the Legends one. There is a Legends in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, that that whole thing was crazy. There, there was um, a bunch I of them. I don't remember them saying anything about the First Order. Like, where was that, though? That was uh, right at the beginning of that scene when that uh, hologram comes up with that spy who placed the tracking thing on uh, the Razor Crest. That spy was there and then uh, talking to that Imperial officer, and the Imperial officer said something like, "Oh, there will be a place. Uh, thank you. There will be a place for you, or something like that, in the New Order." 
is what that uh, what she had said. Oh shit. Um. Yeah, we forgot to mention that too. About the, <laughs> yeah. about Dude, the man. I'm um, thinking it's gonna come down to like. It's uh, we'll actually we'll get that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. Um, so earlier in the episode, like right at the beginning when he lands, uh, and Grief tells his people to like repair the ship, there's, they, the camera purposefully zoomed in on this one person that was looking at him. And then like Chen was just saying is that at the very end, he comes up on that hologram. So even though they did repair the ship, uh, they put a tracker on it. So, uh, he knows exactly where he is with the child. Um... But, yeah, so, I mean, so that's pretty much it for the episode. That's kind of, like, a recap of everything. Uh, if you want to take it and kind of go off with, like, what you think, uh, like, little things and whatever you want to talk about, and then I'll just... I'm talking about, like, like for the in. next episode or what? Or just, like, like for the next episode, like, predictions or, like, things, like, in the episode that we were going to talk about that we were saving for the end. Like, I'll just add in whatever to whatever you want to talk about for that. Uh... Okay, well, Soka's definitely gonna be in the next episode. I'm calling. She's, she's going to be. That's episode five. Dave Filoni's, uh, directing that one, so definitely gonna be in Soka, Soka in that one. Um, the big picture thing, uh, like with those vats that were in the uh, that lab. I'm thinking that 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 might be the early version of Snoke. I don't know. It might be the early ver early early version. Who knows? That's exactly what I was thinking. I, I'd imagine as soon as, yeah, I'm, it has to be Snoke because they're all like they're all like deformed, and I feel like they're just trying really hard to get it right. Because they even mentioned that we need a subject with a higher M count, and I was like, oh, Medicalorians, has to be, it has to be. There's no other thing that I could think of. But Baby Yoda, I just don't know where Baby Yoda fits into it. Like, I wonder if he's like a, like, maybe he really is Yoda's kid, and the only reason the Empire had them was because, uh. They want him because of his high midichlorian count, maybe, or he is, or he's like a successful clone. But I don't know why. I don't know. There's there's a lot of ways that could go. Yeah, I was thinking like, I mean, obviously there's we don't know we don't know what Yoda species is called. Uh, we don't know where they come from or anything, but it's safe to say that that species is highly force sensitive. I mean, you had Yoda, you had Yaddle, now you have Baby Yoda. I mean, they're super force. And maybe Yoda got a little freaky. Maybe Yoda got a little freaky. Because I, mean, uh, I know they female. did allow, they did allow uh, Jedi like Kiati Mundi to have wives. I remember hearing about this that they allowed him to have wives and have kids because his species was like very uncommon. So I'd imagine. I mean, I'd, I could see that applying to Yoda. Yoda mm -hmm. getting a little freaky. Yeah, he's just trying to get his freak on. Um, you know. I, I mean, I thought the same thing, too, because, like, you can't really see the, f like, if it looks like Snoke, um, but it, it definitely looks like early stages of Snoke, but you'd have to think, like, I mean, this takes place 9 ABY, right, so I think that the, uh, what's it called, the uh, uh, Return of the Jedi takes place um, three or four years after the Battle of Yavin. And then The Force Awakens takes place like 30 years, ABY. Like, it's got to be relatively soon that Snoke has to be introduced into the picture to start leading the First Order, to start, you know, like, doing all that and being the puppet figure for Palpatine. Um, so, 
I did find that part too. She uh, she said you'll be well rewarded in the new era. That's what she said. I just pulled it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I was gonna say like it has it. I don't know, dude. It's gotta be Snoke unless it's unless it's. Snoke. I mean that and like talking about the new era. Try to bring them in the can. Um, no, they, you know, I wouldn't be, mind. It's got to be yeah, because that and like with these little first order references, like what, like that that I just mm-hmm. mentioned. Like I really feel like I don't know. They're setting up something to kind of build onto the whole sequel trilogy. I think. I think that mm-hmm. I think that's the point of this show is to bridge the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. With all the events mm-hmm. that happen in between there. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, it's nice. Like you know, this show is kind of like. Uh. It's obviously. You know, it's kind of saving, one, it's saving Disney's ass uh, in the Star Wars department. But at the same time, you know, this, uh, you know, story is being that bridge, like you were saying, which was, like, not something I thought the series was going to do, was become, like, that bridge from, you know, the original trilogy to the sequel trilogy. Which is great. I love it that they're doing that. You know that they're showing like in that time, this is what mm-hmm. was happening, and this is how it led to this point. Which is great. I love it. Um, it's kind of like Rogue One, how it like showed how they got the Death Star plans. Like that's it's great to see those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like it's got. I just think it's oh. gotta be stuff. So um, there isn't there isn't much to say, but I don't think Ahsoka's going to be in the next episode. Hold on, I'm lagging here. What'd you say? Uh, I was saying that, I I was about to say, are you still here? Um, But uh, I was going to say, I don't think Ahsoka's going to be in the next episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I think we got a little bit of input lag, but that's okay. Oh, I think we just lost him. It's okay. We'll be right back though. He'll be Oh, he'll be there back. There we go. There, there he go. is. Um So, uh I was going to say, "Hello, welcome back." Um I was going to say I don't think Ahsoka is going to be in the next episode. Like my gut feeling tells me that something's going to happen and it's going to pull him away from uh, you know, being able to meet Ahsoka, and uh, I think that for some reason my my path is taking me to he's gonna end up going to the Mandalorians uh, for some reason before he goes to meet Ahsoka. Like, let's just I'm gonna throw this out there. It's gonna be crazy if this is correct. Somehow, Baby Yoda is gonna be taken from him. He's going to go to the Mandalorians who then have to, you know, do their siege on Mandalore. He's going to help them. Then they are going to help him get the child back. And then at the very end of the season, they're going to pull a Luke Skywalker and they're going to show Ahsoka right at the very end. That's what I think. Okay. There we go. I'm on my hotspot now. Okay. What was that? Uh, I was saying, so what part did you hear? <laughs> and then he backs out. It's okay. What is going on? What is happening? I don't even know what happened there. Uh, I just heard like him getting pulled away from and going back to the Mandalorians, and that was it. Okay. 
So uh, just kind of recapping what I said. So I think Baby Yoda will get taken. Mm -hmm. He'll go to the Mandalorians, who will then have to do their siege on Mandalore. He'll help them. In return, they will help him get Baby Yoda back. And at the very end of the season, he will go to meet Ahsoka, and they'll pull a Luke Skywalker where he shows up, where she shows up right at the very end. Then you have to wait till next season. See, here's my thing about that. The only I would agree with that, but the only thing is Dave Filoni is the Dave Filoni is only uh, directing one episode, like for the entirety of this season, oh, and really? it is it is episode five, which is the next one. So that that's what leads me to believe because who else would you have direct that? Why like? Why have anybody else direct anything mm-hmm. and then just have Dave Filoni on for one episode? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking. I feel like they're going to have – that's why he's def- doing episode five because Ahsoka's going to be on that one. Because mm-hmm. I, f- I would see the last episode as a kind of pulling – already. he already did get pulled away from his thing of going to see Ahsoka. That's how I see like the last episode. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean it's totally feasible. I mean I was just doing it to like – partially give like a counter argument of like mm-hmm. so it wasn't just us saying the same thing <laughs> um but i mean i don't know dude like if if dave filoni is actually only doing one episode then it's got to be something important he is um, i i looked at a thing that said who was directing what episode um but yeah i don't know it's got to be important if he's uh if he's the only one doing uh that episode you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm I'm excited for it, obviously. I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. Uh, I mean, we've we've <laughs> obviously got next week, uh, you know, coming up for for that episode. Um, but I don't know if if he's if he's you know directing it and all, then it's got it's got to be it's got to be something big. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. that. I mean, it was nice to see that this episode was, like, 39 minutes. You know, it was a little bit longer than the previous episode. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, maybe this will be closer to an hour. Um, I don't know, in the first season, did we ever get over an hour for an episode? No, actually, I went back and looked, and no, they were all around 45 to maybe 50 to 55, pushing it. Mm-hmm. They got lucky. There was, like, one or two. Um, that'd be cool, though, to see that. Um you know, obviously, so, like, we got we got the two arcs, obviously, Baby Yoda getting to Ahsoka and Bo-Katan getting back the Darksaber. Those are those, those are the two big things I would consider as the uh, plots for the Mandalorian right now, so. Here we go. I got the list. Uh, so, the list here is episode one through four is John Favreau. Thirteen mm-hmm. is Dave Filoni. Or, sorry, six. Um, I mean, five is Dave Filoni, and then six is John Favreau. Seven is Rick Fumia, Fu, Fumiua. Uh, he was one. Yeah, he was one of the others from season one, and then uh, the last one would be John Favreau. Oh, um, so there's only like three episodes or four episodes left. Yeah, there's not many. Oh my gosh, this we're is getting, short... we're getting on up there. We're getting there. How many? Uh, how many episodes were in last season? Twelve. So what are we what are we crunching at eight then for this season? I think. Let me double check. Damn, that's kind of that kind of sucks, dude. That's four less episodes. I think. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Season no, season one was eight. Season one was eight. Oh, it was. Yeah, okay, I just double checked. I thought I don't know why I thought it was twelve, but yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You know, they gotta have it done because there's like 
you know, the next big things that are coming out on the platform for Disney Plus is some of the Marvel stuff. You know, they have uh, like Wanda and Vision is coming out, I believe, in January or February. So they got. And they're still working on uh, the Kenobi show. I hope. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. They're 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 scrambling and. I don't know. They need to put John Favreau and Dave Filoni on that bitch, and it'll be okay. Let them, ha- you know, what? Give them full creative abilities. Let them do whatever. Dave Filoni should just, you know, replace Kathleen Kennedy. I'll say it again and again. And again yeah. Again. again we gotta start a petition. We have to start a petition. Yeah, we will. We will start a petition, just like the petition I have against Amber Heard. Thank you guys for watching the the Twin Sons podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. This is going to be. Hopefully now reoccurring every Saturday. Uh, we're going to be doing it hopefully in the mornings. Uh, uh, obviously, we're doing it in the afternoon right now. We're going to play around with it, but it will be on Saturdays as far as we know. Uh, so definitely tune in. Uh, if you have any things you want, you can send it to us on our Twitters. You can send it to us on our Instagram. Those are probably linked on each other's YouTubes. Uh, you can find those. In the description, if you're looking at this on YouTube or on Twitch, uh, if you're listening to it on Spotify, well, get good pleb and go to YouTube and subscribe. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you in the next one. Deuces. Deuces.